Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 14 of the Speak Life podcast. I'm your host, Ariel. I'm Ed. And we have a special co-host today. Would you like to introduce yourself, co-host? It's Zuri. Zuri. What's up, guys? So Zuri is one of our faithful listeners, you guys. I am. I am. We're shuffling. We're sh- yeah. yeah. We're sh- <laughs> I don't know what that pause was. But yes, Zuri is one of our faithful listeners who actually tells us the things that he hears when like listening to the podcast. So we know he actually listens, and it'll be stuff that's towards the end. So we know he listens all the way through. Unless he fast forwards to the end. Ooh. Just do you do that, Zuri? I'm that guy that just, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't actually listen yeah. to the podcast. I'm just like there to critique it. The yeah, whole time. you just catch. Mm-hmm. So time. I like I don't even listen to the meat of it. I just like make you know like so a lot of times I'll bring up like sports. And so I know guys, they're super passionate about it. So I'm not really big on I'm sports. Not professional sports so so a lot of times I'll just say one thing and then they'll go on rants. So that's what I do with your podcast. So. That's fire. Yes. I do that in real life every day. So it works. It does work. All right. Well, let's get this episode going. Um, we're going to start off with some soul food, which is when our guests will come on. So Zuri will share something that has spoken to his soul that he feels would be food to someone else's soul. Um, so what soul food do you have for us today, Zuri? I always feel like I have so much. So okay. I'm just like... As many as you want. <laughs> Other guests have come on and they've given four, five, six. Shouts out to Daryl. He had like four or five. So share as many as you'd like. Don't I don't know. I don't know if I have like... Yeah, that's the same. I think yeah, I, one or two. So whatever. I'm going <laughs> to do a disclaimer. I talk okay. a ton. So like you guys can like... We can edit it. No worries. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so if I'm like, you know, just reeling it. You ever watch the Chappelle show? Which one? When he had, when they had the wrap it up button. Oh yes, yes, exactly. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. That's what I'm gonna do. So, um, one, this is super rudimentary. Like, uh, we almost wow. had a catastrophe. The mic almost fell over. This is this is the reason. Why also, I'm make sure we're talking that day. Yeah, it's a, this is real life. This is real life. No rain. Um, but yeah, so it's one thing that I think it's like super, super basic, rudimentary, but. <clears throat> If uh, salvation isn't enough, um, then nothing else will, will be. Hmm. Explain that. Um, and so, I, I, man, I went through this hard, hard season, I would say, like a few months ago. And I think I was studying the gift of suffering. Hmm. And everybody in this podcast was like, what is the gift of suffering? <laughs> but yeah, no, Just honestly. long suffering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Super one of the spirit. Yeah, and I think, you know, you look at certain translations of the Bible, it says patience, but patience is long suffering. For sure. And so um, I think uh, for the longest, I was like, Lord, why am I in this season? Why am I dealing with all this stuff? And if salvation in itself wasn't the foundation or the root of what I can always go back to, then I would have fell in, you know, fallen into so many different things. Fell mm-hmm. in is not word. Um, <laughs> fallen, exactly. No. But um, and so honestly speaking, I think so many times as American Christians, because I think the rest of the world they they understand suffering so like in depthly. I agree. Um, but we focus on blessings and we focus on what God can do for us, and <clears throat> we want God to do um, like these mighty moves of God. And I know we don't really believe uh, 
I think mentally of prosperity gospel, but I think the way that we actually live mm -hmm. and when uh, tribulation happens and so on and so forth, um, we're like, oh, wow, like, hey, like, I must be doing something wrong. God's yeah. not in this. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a lot of times I feel like we don't really realize that God is in the suffering. God is in the tribulation. And Romans 5, like, talks about the fact that it produces character and character, like, it, it, puts you in a place and produces fruit that I think um, blessings um, don't necessarily always produce. Yeah. God did miracles in the Bible because he had to. Like They didn't really have nothing to go off of. Like we have like, if say even why people come up to die, we have like defibrillators and ways to like bring people back to life and stuff. Like he literally was doing stuff for the first time people ever saw. Our life isn't dependent on miracles. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. Like your walk with God should not be dependent on yeah, and I think there, even in the Bible, like if you think about when Jesus was around, like so many people, they were like, "Hey, like he's doing all these things. He's a prophet. He's he's a, a great teacher, and he's doing all these miracles." But they still didn't believe in him, right? right. You know what I mean? And so if I, I I go back to what I was saying, if salvation, if the fact that God, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for your sins, if that rudimentary idea does not base your whole entire faith off of, then I think you know, you being in a relationship or you uh, getting a good job or you getting a nice car, all those things will never be enough for you. You'll never right. be content with those things because God is not the root Perhaps. of your contentment. I, I agree. They're not even enough when we don't have God. Like, yeah, seriously. Yes. Exactly. Like, but I think something good about saying that, like, salvation is if that's not enough, then nothing else will be. Like, a lot of times... I know I say to myself, if God never did another thing for me, mm -hmm. he's already done enough. Exactly. Like, I've already had more blessings than I could even count or imagine. Like, his faithfulness has shown more times than it hasn't shown. Yeah, legit. So, like, if he never did anything else for me, I'm still so thankful for everything else that he did do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. And I just feel like one thing, like, I know I've, I've talked about before on here, it's just, like, if you're not content was where you are you'll never really be able to move to another level of elevation anyways yes. so yeah just being content with with salvation like it's enough yeah stop trying to make it more <clears throat> than what it is or try to debunk it to be something that it's not i think it's big facts i agree with that but it, that's the start because it doesn't say like without it basically somewhere i read in the word that I don't know, i'm not a bible scholar yet but um there you go, honestly but no joke you have been quoting, man. I, I have known these people for so long. Well, I, I've known Ed for a minute, but Ed, you have been quoting scripture like crazy on this podcast. I'm but like, doesn't even realize it. You don't realize, like, dude, you have grown so much. I'm like, bro, this guy. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, quote some more scripture. No, um, it just it literally says that like if Jesus Christ didn't die for our sins, like it basically said throw the Bible away. Like that's. That's the only thing that separates Christianity from any other religion is there's a man that came and makes supernatural claims about stuff that nobody could do or would do before yeah. him. And then this and then you have to have the faith in all of those things to believe. So it's like that is the rudimentary. I had to write that on my hand. But, um, <laughs> you know, like that is that is that is what it's all about. It's like if you can't words. believe that, which doesn't require much in a sense there's no way you're going to believe you know anything else yeah and like honestly even saying what you're saying like if one part of the bible is incorrect then all of it's incorrect facts like if 
one part's a lie, then all of it's a lie. So that's that's the, the scripture like yeah. you talk. Yeah. If if even one part, if you don't believe every syllable, every period, everything, like every word, because First off, it's Hebrew, so like it means so much more than we can even yeah, imagine. We're not even on it. Exactly. We're not. We not. Because that, that but that brings me to questions. Like when I, I'm sorry. When I, I'm not sorry. But <laughs> when I have like when I do read certain things, and then like stuff that we're taught in Western Christianity, and then you read the Hebrew, it's like it, you're kind of that doesn't make sense. We about to get into something. But she's saying that. <laughs> yeah, so I agree, I agree with you, but I think a lot of times like people will try to take the Bible out of context as well. I agree. I, I agree. think I think we have to remember a lot of times the time that the Bible is in was written in. It does transcend time though. It's it's always going to be relevant. Yeah. Right. Because we have the same sins. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of times we have to be careful of saying we don't believe a certain part of it because we don't understand the context and yeah. what's going on within. Also, it's, it depends on the narrative. Right. Agreed. Because yeah. sometimes some people literally will read the Bible and just make up their own thing. Correct. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it just depends on the narrative. Because, like, okay, for example, this is something that me and my friend have been, like, I mean, digging. Going back and Yes. Like, oh, so the word um, it, where it says if you believe in, or if you uh, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, mm-hmm. then You'll be safe. You'll be safe yeah. <clears throat> the word for believe is aman. It's the same word that um, God said to Abraham when he was like, hey, um, that he believed in what God said, so he counted it as righteousness. Mm-hmm. It means a firm belief, a um, a, a persuasion from God. Right. And so... If like a turn. A turn. Like the, yeah. the like the beginning metanoia, of renewal. Like what metanoia is for repentance. Yeah. Like an actual change in um Because repentance is not, I'm sorry, Lord, for what I did. It's, it's a, a posture it's of your heart. Yeah, yeah, it's literally turning the opposite yeah. way. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then what is really belief? I think 80% of Christian 80% of America says that they're Christian. Mm-hmm. So what is the true belief? You're not a believer until you do something. I agree. I and I think we believe in a lot of different things. Yeah. What do you believe in? And, and that's like that's like love. So we say we love pizza. We, we love bacon. Right. Yeah, I love bacon by the way. That's um, it's Ew, a, no. What? <laughs> Bacon's one of my primary love languages. Uh. <laughs> but no, not no meat over here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we 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 love all these things. But we also say we love God. And so like Hebrew, Greek, and all these other languages have all these like different versions of love. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. If that's the case, like, I'm saying it's the capacity. Well, that's just, and that's like the love agape, like how that's used within there, too. Exactly. It's the capacity. We live in the society. I'm going to speak for like, we have, I'm going to speak for a minute, one minute. (laughs) We have, we have the capacity to, in our society, we're a, love you until generation conditional like love. i will love you until you do this or i'll love you if you don't like it's based on certain type of things when you're talking about belief i can believe everything that god's ever told me he can tell me that and i can be like you said earlier that sounds cool but if i don't ever actually make a step towards it i don't really believe how can jesus christ be lord if you don't follow what he says exactly you know and I think in the word it says it like it usually makes them synonymous. It says Lord and Savior. So it's like you once you once you get the belief, which is the saving part of your mind, then you have to 
do the Lord part and the Lord is following. So it's like you can even the devil believes the word, yeah, but he doesn't follow. It's just, the word. It's just even the demons like yeah, they shake. Like, they get yeah, it. They shake. Yeah, and so it's trouble. like if you're not doing nothing, then even the demons shake. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. my face, but you know the emoji with the eyes? I, I did that at mm. <laughs> The mind was the mind blow, like the mind explosion. Exactly. Where the mind is. I said that, like, That's great. Uh, yeah, for real, though. Yeah, and we live in a, um, I mean, I know this is soul food, but. <laughs> we live in a, a, okay. We're going to take soul food. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we, we live in a society that has. Oh, a, you're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. you turned it right back on. We we live uh, a three to five life. Like every everything is three to five. So like we have like years three. We have everything for three to five years. Like we have a car for three to five years. We have a house for three to five years. We have jobs jobs three to five years. And so it's like we have to learn how to love. Like you can't you can't have that agape love in America because it's like. Hey, I love this house, but I'm going to sell it in three years. You know, I love this car, but I'm going to sell it. You know what I mean? And so it's like the concept of love has to be taught. We have to go to these marriage conferences. We have to go to all these things because you don't know how to be with somebody or be with anything for your whole life, even your family. Yeah, I agree with that. And just like how you're saying, like the job and all those relationships, like a lot of women will say, if I'm with him for three to five years, I'm done. Like if he hasn't asked me to marry him. <coughs> so just how you're saying, like you have to be taught to, to look, to go into these conferences and being taught, like this is what love isn't just conditional. Just how you were saying. But earlier, if we, Ed, would that mean wait three to five years? Like if like, shouldn't you wait the cycle of three to five years then to marry somebody? No, I wouldn't. Cause by then if I'm going to just say it, I don't, Oh. I might hurt somebody's feelings, no so I'm sorry. If you've been with somebody three to five years and they don't know if they want to marry you, like they're not going to change. That's a problem. We might hurt some feelings. I mean, that's the truth. I'm sorry. You that's know, a so, long but that's, time. Somebody asked me that question real. yesterday the same, yeah. the same way. That's real. I mean, if you don't know by then, then you probably will never know. If you don't know me by now, you will never, never, never know me. I listen. I grew up in like a super Christian home. We didn't listen to nothing for real. Oh, uh, that, that's, that's we funny. listened to that. Yeah, shouts out to Angie and Cal. Yeah, that was it. It wasn't that. Ed and Stacy had it. But yeah, no, for real, for real. Like you, if you don't know by then, then it's like, what questions are you asking? Yeah, for like you might not be. You might just be hanging out. Well, I that's mean, weird. it's just that's, like why? It's not weird. And even if you okay, like let's say you're doing it the Christian way. Mm-hmm. Like, can I really like? Bro, I'm burning with lust. Like, <laughs> so it's like I'm even burning with lust. I'm dealing with that right single. now, bro. I feel I'm you. Trying to tell you, I I can. You guys were being spinning the real like last podcast. You were like. I mean, imagine how it is being in a relationship. It's yeah. even harder when you're at you're attracted to somebody. Yeah. Obviously, you're in a relationship. I, I, actually, with them. that was the girl podcast. Honestly. Yeah, that was. The mm-hmm. But it's hard. Guys, it's yeah. it's hard. It. Yeah. But that's when you have to have those like boundaries, and that I couldn't do it the Christian way and wait three to five years. Legit, I would even can. I can. I I, I couldn't do it. I've said it for a really long time. I'm probably going to be friends with my wife for a really long time. That's how. And then. And then I'm saying I'm not gonna even maybe I might not know. Maybe Can I tell you a question? Not tell you. I'm gonna tell you a question. Tell you a question. Yes, really tell you a question. (laughs) To me, sometimes though, and this is just my Ed's thought, don't jump on me, anybody. Not for you. Because I'm gonna hit you back. It's not law, Um, what he's about to say. 
That's like when Paul's like, hey, this is not God. This is me speaking. Yeah, this is me speaking. Um, so for some people, though, they definitely use that friendship thing as a cop-out. It's kind of like, I'm going to take this as far as I want to take it or take it until I'm comfortable and then just be like, we were just friends. Like the friend, the I just want to be friends with them. And we use that as a cop-out. I can us. understand that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know because like – God obviously wants me to be single because if I if it was up to me, I would be in a relationship already and stuff like that. What do you mean? I don't think he's he wants you to be single. I think he does. I think he wants. I think he's. So you don't feel like God's called you to marriage? Oh no, he definitely has called me to marriage. So you're saying you're in a season? season. Okay, no, not right now, not forever. Okay, (laughs) okay. Jesus, no. Yeah, in the moment. In the moment. In the moment. Okay. So like he he definitely wants me to be single right now, mm-hmm. and if like if it wasn't the case, then I would be in a relationship like already. I guarantee you. That's um, crazy. I don't agree. Why you say that? Because we pick wrong relationships to be in. Yeah. So it's like you can make the choice to be in a relationship right now if you want, like today. Yeah, I, I totally can. But I you I, just feel like he's telling you he's that he literally so has stopped relationships yeah. with girls. No <laughs> joke. And I I would like pray. So like he would tell me not to before, and I like you know that inkling. You're like, oh, let me just try it. Yeah. I don't think you're really saying that. You know what I mean? So I would try it. Did it, God it, really say that? Exactly. That's like Cass Dennis is like shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I would try it and still wouldn't work out. So I mean, I think I don't know. I really don't know how God's gonna work it out. But I feel like I might be friends with because I've hear this all the time. Like. You're going to be friends with, and I don't think people tell it to me, but that's what happened in their relationship. And then like, this might happen to you as well. Um, And you're going to be friends with her for a while. And then I know my engagement period is going to be quick. Mm -hmm. Because I, what do I need to be engaged for you for a minute? Right. I'm going to have the money. We're going to blow the money on the wedding and we're going to go get to the marriage bed real quick. (laughs) I think it's, I think, so my thing, tell me if I'm wrong, Ed's opinion again, we're going into Ed's thoughts. Um, with even with intention, just yeah. thinking from a man's perspective, yeah. of just how I've interacted sometimes with women, even if we're going to be friends, you still know what's going on. <clears throat> like for the most part, like, you know, like you, you, yeah. God doesn't just, I don't think God just puts you around it. Okay. You could, there's difference. There's difference between being a friend mm-hmm. and then like, I am attracted to this person and I eventually want to see something, but I'm going to play this. Like there is intention there. God's is not going to have you in close proximity and you guys are just getting close or we're playing. And then there's no intention there. That's, well, I think about Lisa like though. Lisa, she said that for a really long time, shout out to Lisa and Jay, uh, Janisha. Mm-hmm. Um, she said for a really long time, she saw him as a friend, but then but she Pete prayed. Is, there was no boundaries crossed in any of that. There wasn't no, is it this? Is it that? Is it they were literally just friends? There was yeah. that draw, that mirror. The eyes weren't open to yeah, that man. thought, mm-hmm. so the veil wasn't open to the thought. So they were just friends. But if you meet somebody and you're like, "Oh, I'm attracted to them, and they're attracted to me, and we're doing this and doing that," but we're not really doing that, I God doesn't you. move in those. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and that's con- that's confusing, you know. And it's the confusing. big thing to remember is God doesn't is, do discord and right. God is yeah. not an author uh, of confusion, yeah. so that's not how it'll look. I think just like you said with the veil, not it's like it's intention. It's yeah. So I they just, so I with Lisa, them they were friends. Like it's Christian. I like it. They were <laughs> it friends, is. just friends, like doing her thing. 
Jay and I'm and I I wanted to ask talk to them actually talk to Lisa and Jay want to have him on here. I can bet and I don't know the answer to this that Jay in his heart in his mind knew, knew what, what was, was up. Going yeah. on. He was like, "Yo, so, but I mean, we can't we can't we say can't, that." But I'm saying this is my but, thought. So we're gonna bring them on one day and talk about yeah, it. And now I need to come back on. He, God's <laughs> not God's not gonna put. For the one for you, he's not gonna. That confusion is not gonna be there. God doesn't. It doesn't. And this was gonna be the question I was gonna ask you when we were off air. If we're jumping around a little bit, Go that's ahead. fine. Mm-hmm. So food's over. Yeah, yeah so food's over. <laughs> we're just gonna Zuri now. We're just gonna, this is Zuri. So this is like this is like, no family. Joke. So we before, just can, we're gonna before talk. Before I got on this thing, I was like, bro, we are gonna be talking. Yeah, we're about to just talk. We don't. Even, that's what I do. We don't have to fit the like the traditional yeah. format. Like we yeah. can just talk. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think God really like takes that long to speak? Or like you said a a few minutes ago, we just don't like the answer that he gives. So we try to create our own situations around it. Um, I feel like, okay. Like if you ask, like for speaking on relationships, I'm going to speak for myself. If I ask God, Hey God, does this person for me? And clearly by definition, by me not feeling like I need to submit, not me feeling like I need to pursue for real, by it not working out, God is not, he's not saying yes to that situation. I'm doing this in my own strength. So it's like, do, do does God take a long time to talk or do we just not like the answers that he gives? And we try to create our own thing and then we drag it out. And then we're like, oh, God, why'd you do this to me? He's like, bro, I never okay this to be here with you. Know? I don't know, because I feel like both sides. So I feel like, I like yes, I feel like God definitely, because God doesn't have like a textbook. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes God speaks and we're like, no, like we don't listen. But I feel like a lot of times, though, God will wait for a particular moment to give you that answer because you don't have the red revelation yet there's mm-hmm. no like for example you guys were talking on a previous episode where y'all were saying Jerry's just showcasing that he watched <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because no joke i'm so i'm weird i'm a weird person so anytime i listen to the podcast i feel i fall more in love with you guys and so it's like i feel like we're talking yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm on the episode and i'm not I'm on with it. that's literally what we said before we started so yeah i'm like that's why I'm like randomly just texting y'all while I'm listening to it. <laughs> I literally do this all the time. So, um, so yeah, no, you guys are talking about the fact that sometimes, actually, no, I think we. This is so. I love quality time. That's one of literally my private love languages. And we were at Fusion talking about, this, and then y'all brought it on the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were talking about the fact that sometimes people will hear certain things from you know, a person that's close to them. And then a pastor will say it, and then they get that revelation from the pastor. And I think sometimes you have to go through certain things in your life so God can speak that thing into you. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, hey, that girl for me, so let me go, you know, talk to her. And then the car hits me. or something. Like, you know, like just random stuff happens to where God is able to now speak to me cl- more clearly. He's like, hey, See, this is why you shouldn't have done that. This is why I'm saying go this way. Or, you know, he'll be silent for a second. But you said something that was really impactful, um, Ariel. Uh, Y'all can't see me pointing. Um, (laughs) uh, That a lot of times, um, 
please don't tell me I forgot. Um, <laughs> no, you, you, a lot of times we will um, not necessarily hear God, um, but we will make up. Yeah. Make up things that God. I was just about to say that again, because I feel like to answer that question, a lot of times we'll try to convince God of what our heart's desire is and say that was him. Mm. But it never really was him. It was only us hearing ourselves and what we actually wanted, mm -hmm. which is why sometimes we do have to take that step back and maybe do something like a fast or not talk to that person for a little while or just see how it naturally moves and plays out. So, you know, you had no part in how it happened. It was only God that could have done it. Yeah. I know that's something I have to do for myself personally. Yeah. Okay. Did I answer your question? Yeah. I just want to hear you guys' thoughts. I have my thoughts in my own. My own I get you. Yeah. I get you. Cause I like, there's been some times like literally today, um, you know, you, God's like, hey, don't do that. And I'm like, but are you really saying that? Because I could just do it and then, you know, be all right. And so I'm, I'm talking to my accountability and I'm like, hey, so uh, this is where I'm at. And what do you think about it? He's like, well, uh, this, this, and that. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what God said to me. So, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I, for me, because I'm the type of person, I take the stance of, I know that it's something that I want to do. I'm not even going to drag. I don't even drag God into my mess. He, I, dra I don't drag him into my mess in the sense of saying, I know what your word says, bro. I know it. I know who you are. I know what you stand for. Yeah. Like, so I can tell when I'm doing something that's contradictory We're to so it. so dishonest with ourselves. Yeah, I'm going to have so dishonest. Yeah, like, bro, <laughs> we try I, to justify the word. We are yeah. a liar to ourselves. It's not, it's, not, it's not you, bro, but I'm about to do this. And I hope that, like, Hope you on board. Yeah, I hope I can catch some grace and mercy along mm -hmm. the way. Let the grace is, be sufficient. And, and we don't we, we don't really say it like that. We we're like no, I really say it like that. Okay, I, I'm, I'm I don't. No, no. That. I think I think because we're so Christian, like we have we use the Christianese. We're like, hey, you Ed is probably one of the more real people though in, <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Legit. But I'm like I'm like okay, so God, like your scripture says this, so. You know, that means you want me to do this. And, and so, like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, reasoning with God when clearly he's saying the exact right. opposite. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah. I like it. That's just my question. <laughs> I, like I, said, I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on that because, hold on. We should get, like, some advertisements. We should, like, pop in. That's what podcasts are for. <laughs> but, no, just really, like, off air speaking about. A woman's touch. So you said something about woman's touch. You said Ari made his water better. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, it's tap water. Yeah. <laughs> so, put so, some ice cubes in the yeah. cup, then put some water on You know it. what? I think that that's what it was. You put the ice cubes in first. And I put you put the ice, the ice cubes in after. after. You're a serial killer. Who exactly. Does that? Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> just put the ice cubes in first. I don't know. The ice cubes are made with the same water, though. So it's, it's different, different, though, because it's the different. ice cubes start to chill the it's cup different. already. We so should take you, a poll. Yeah, when you pour the ice in, when you pour the water. So good, in, would you rather? Yeah. <laughs> so find out who the serial killers are in the mist. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you put your cereal in the bowl first or the middle? Cereal in the bowl, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I was saying. Yeah. You had to check. Some people pour the milk in first. That's interesting. Though. It is crazy. Is that like that's like making? <laughs> I saw the finest thing ever online. This dude had. A plate 
with a bowl in the middle, with a bowl full of milk in the middle, and he had different cereals around the edge. And he just took the spoon with the and dry dipped cereal it in the and milk. dipped it in the milk. The milk is still going to taste like the cereals, though, so I don't see the yeah. point. It just was fire looking yeah. at first. It's cool for the first few bites. It's fancy. I feel like it's too much. It is a lot. It's a lot of work. But, um, yeah. It's the internet. It's the internet. Yeah. Um, Woman's touch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was just more so saying that like the last like two years of my life prior to dating Ariel were like super interesting and kind of like a lot of all over the place. Yeah. Because I did, um, Zuri was around. Uh, <laughs> I had, like I, there was a lot of like just singleness and confusion and just battling different stuff and like dating and just doing different things that were so like you're talking about woman's touch i didn't feel like god's touch was on them that's what i was asking yeah. earlier i definitely feel like in the relationships i was in in this let's just say it like this it, the people are good people because god made them they're who they are but they weren't for me yeah we are just bent, sinful versions of what God yeah. has created us to be. Yeah, it's like I just I, I kept I wanted these things to work. Yeah, but I knew that God was telling me like, yo, this isn't it. It's just like if you just let go of this, yeah, I got. It. So this is why I was talking about the like hearing God's voice. So it's yeah. like if I would have let go of the things that God was telling me to let go, would I have got to what I was supposed to get to sooner? Maybe not. Maybe so. Who knows? Yeah, but. I wouldn't have had to go through so much tug of war, yeah. like back and forth. So it's like just noticing, like the touch part. Like, well, the, I, I use you, I use your story, and a lot of times to help a lot of guys who Why? are what? <laughs> no joke. Um, I was actually talking to one of my guy friends uh, right before I came here, oh, and uh, I was just telling him, like, you know, he deals with his struggles and things that he deals with, and he was just asking me, well, like, does that hold me back from my promise? Does that hold me back from mm. what God is saying for me, and so on and so forth? And I go back to the fact that God's not textbook. Like, certain people need, okay, so God can use a donkey. God can use a rock. Like, so... Obviously not calling Ariel a donkey or anything like that, but um, as in, <laughs> I was saying as in God. I was going to say something crazy. I was saying God can use any scenario for um, people to get prosperity. Like Ed, you know, I'm, I've known Ed for a little bit. So it's like, you know, Ed was all over the place, but. He was out here wilding. <laughs> I was saying like. He's all he over was the place. out here. But I, I, I see him now, and it's like, you know, God God used me to help my sister get more grounded. He helped, actually, God used me to lead my brother to Christ. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? God mm-hmm. used anything. Christ. But it's there's no textbook like, hey, you have to get like this in order to find your wife, to mm-hmm. find somebody who's who's your, who's your God's best for you. Um, and, and so he's talking about music. And so I was like, well, my boy, like... You know, he was dealing with this, this, and this, and I didn't, I didn't even name what you were dealing with. I was just like, he was dealing with all these things, um, but he, you know, God placed somebody in his life to help him get more rooted into, you know, what I mean, so agreed. And I'm not even gonna say I don't even know that I, I don't, I can't really say what you were like before because I didn't really know you then. But I don't even want to give myself that credit of saying that I rooted, that I helped root you. I you can't think, say you didn't though. 
I can't say I can't say that I didn't, but I don't. I don't know. I guess you don't take full I'm, credit. So. Yeah, I guess yeah. the, the, the humility there's, in me. There's more stuff on the credit list. Yeah, the humility <laughs> in me doesn't want to say it was me, but I think I think that seeing me helped you just say, okay, this is what I need to do. I don't yeah. think I ever had to say to him, exactly. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? That's exactly. better. Like yeah, yeah, I think yeah. all all it was was me just continuing to move where the Lord was taking me, and that I agree. caused a, a shift in whatever you had going on. That's like exactly. she didn't have, yeah. yeah, she didn't have. I didn't to, do anything exactly. I agree with that. She didn't have to. Like I'm lo- like I'll be honest with you, bro. I'll be looking at some of the stuff that be happening. In our relationship, even some Example, of the stuff I please. say. Okay, so early on in our relationship, I remember it was crazy. You know, like, girl, we all pray for who we want, like what we're looking for in a person. Mm-hmm. And one time, you know, one night we were having the conversation just about like what you prayed for in this and the third. And my, I said, bro, it's wild to this day. I said, don't tell me what kind of guy you prayed for. Just kind of like watch me and see if I'm that. That way I can't manipulate the situation in any way. And I'm like, yo, that's some player stuff. If I would have <laughs> said that in the world, our panties everywhere would have been. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, it would have been yeah. crazy. But then it's crazy because even today sometimes, still don't even know if I'm that guy. And it's not, we talked about this earlier today because she told me sometimes she, you don't mind I'm talking. Go ahead. Yeah, sometimes like it does sound like when I ask her questions and stuff, it kind of sounds like to her, she said, that I'm second guessing us. Or this situation, but it's like I'm still every day operating in faith yeah. on this relationship <laughs> every day. So if they yeah. are like I'm still like even with some of the stuff I'm trying to do for like our future, like mm-hmm. I'm still just planting seeds, operating in faith. I don't got it all in this yeah. moment. So everything is like a so I maybe maybe I do be looking for some reassurance sometimes, yeah. you know, because again, I'm I'm pulling from experiences that I haven't had yet. Yeah. Like you don't like we we don't think about it as much, but it's like you don't know what your wife is like and mm-hmm. meeting your wife is like until you meet her. Like yeah. so you can say, I think it's this, I, I want her to be like this, and then you realize she is all of these things, but she's also <laughs> these other things. Exactly. Like, she may have like a mouth on her still. Yeah. She has areas that she needs working on still. Yeah. That she so it's like we have this high pedestal picture of something, even God Himself. And we miss the realities of like all of these situations. I think what Matt Chandler said. Matt Chandler is one of my favorite preachers. I've never heard of him. He's uh, amazing. What church is he on? Uh, the Village. The He's village. in Texas. Oh, you sent like me I... a message. Yes. I, he was fire. I listened to a message. He is yeah. so Isn't wrong. it the one you sent me? That guy from Missouri. Yeah, the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> when you said. You said you got it from somebody. You never said it was her. I didn't know. It was like the four things of if you're ready for marriage, right? No. Wasn't that it? The four questions you need to ask? Not recently. Oh, okay. this was a this while, was a while this ago. This was further back than that. Okay. Where did I get that message from? I don't remember. But this was a message a dude was talking. He was talking about just your walk with Christ in general and not looking at it. I forgot the particular lens. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like not Christianizing your walk with God. Yeah. Okay. He, you know. he talks about the veneer a lot. Like a lot of times we put on this veneer and we, we it's so. Read more. <laughs> 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 I 
Nah, like, but you, just context words. Veneers are what you put on your teeth I, as to cover up. I knew what it meant. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying, like, I wouldn't have thought to use those in, that in the context. Yeah. Just, just, to, just to, like, plug you my got a mom. bow tie on is what you said. Clearly. Nah, my mom, she, her vocabulary was really good. And then I had a boss. Her vocabulary was fantastic. Right, yeah, right. I'm so, about to step mine up, y'all. I'm about to re-download. I used to have this app. Sorry, this is way off. Right? No, no, no. This app that would teach you a new word every day, and I would try to just use it. And you used to do that when we first started talking. See, I used yeah. to have an app that did right. that, too. But then then one of, one of the words. I needed to delete an app. And I was like, yeah, I just don't. Need to I deleted that one. I'm about to re-download it tonight. I feel it, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so he talks about the veneer, like as in like putting on a fake face. At church, like we do it all the time. Like it's so, and that's why you never really truly know somebody, especially in the church, until you hang out with them outside of church. Because like it's it's almost impossible not to put on some Come type hang of out with me. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> legit. Same in the church. Same. Like it is same. I, I, I'm I'm more about like a like if you really gonna do some bad, do it in the church. So that right. way so we look at we're actually representing Christ better outside. The Honestly, church. bro, it's harder to do stuff. It's harder to be yourself in the church. It is. Because everybody there is blessed and highly favored. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we in here crying then if everything is okay? And why why are we in here crying? And why do the, the spiritual, the not spiritual, but the pastors, when they're like talking about between praise and worship mm-hmm. and the message, why do they always say, let's pray for healing and let's leave it all at Jesus' feet if we all in here blessed and highly favored? Yeah, like, there's now. stuff going we're broken, on. We're broken. Yeah. yeah and, and it's a hospital. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and yeah, yeah, Matt Chandler, he was talking about the fact that um, you were talking, you were saying that um, you see the crazy, you see the good sides of the, you pray for certain parts of a woman and you see the, you're praying for those good sides, but you don't know about the bad sides. And he said, um, the ahava, which is like a, a certain part of love, like the different word that they use. It's like, hey, <laughs> I see you're crazy. And I can live with your crazy. I can stay in love with your crazy. Right. Yeah. That's what you're talking about at the beginning of the episode. Like yeah. the different God's love and the love that we're supposed to <laughs> exactly. have for each other is not a I love you until. Like Dr. Miles Monroe said this a couple, like a, probably four years ago for me, super resonated with me. If you, two things, if you can tell a person how much, like you say, I love you because the moment that person stops doing that particular thing, you don't love them no more mm-hmm. or that's how you so it's like love I just said that to someone yeah this past weekend somebody asked me why do i love ed oh that's random it that's was fire. it was a little random why do you but the reasons that i gave they were like those aren't things that he necessarily does that's who he is i said i love who he, he is, is. Yeah. i don't love the things that he does for me the things he doesn't do for me i don't hate like I love him as a person, yeah. who he is. You guys are so cute. But I have an insecurity in that, though, bro, because I actually just said it. We were talking before you got here. We talk a lot. That's what we talk. That's, of course, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what we do. Nothing else to yeah. do. <laughs> Trust me. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking as much. We, oh, my gosh. Anyways. We'd be using sign language. If you <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, um... <laughs> I do, I do feel sometimes like, sometimes I feel, I do, like I talk about to her about being a chump sometimes. Sometimes I do feel like I do be just trying to, I try, I do be hat. I be doing stuff and it's like, it doesn't seem, it, sometimes it doesn't seem like it resonates, but then that's like, or like I'm doing it and I don't get the response I want or like the response I think it should be in my head. Cause it's like, yo, I'm in my mind, I'm like, woman, I'm going above and beyond for you every day. 
But then like that brings me right back to what God is like, you know, are you doing this because you're looking for her to give you something back? Yeah. Or he's like, are you doing this out of the love of your heart? So it's like you always get checked and it's like the motives for doing things. So yeah. It's like I'm doing the stuff that I do for Ari and stuff that we do for each other. Mm-hmm. And just in I'm just I'm using me and her an example, but I'm speaking as in a general disciples sense. as yeah. Christ and everything. It's really just the outpour of my heart. It's yeah. like that's just what's inside of me. Yeah, the extension. Yeah. It's coming out. I want to. I'm not. I don't have an angle. I'm not like if I do this, she'll like. It's none of that. I like. I love this woman so much that the only way I can express it, and that's why I was like saying earlier about because I think about myself in the past and like how I was with women. It's like yo, I didn't love you for real because it's like mm-hmm. the outward. If you're a man, yeah the outward pour of your heart when you meet the woman for you is I'm going to commit to you. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to do stuff. So anytime you meet a woman and you don't want to do those things, Mm -hmm. you got to really check like what's going on with you. Cause you should, a woman doesn't have to say, Oh, I'm sorry. I said sort of person. (laughs) (laughs) And it's dumb guys. And it's dumb. No, but really, though, and I'm really crazy, bro. What I'm telling you right now is literally just coming out. Like, I wasn't even thinking about this prior. This, I is, this is all new stuff. Holy Spirit. Wow. But yeah, not really. Just like, you want to do those things. Like, you want to just, like, and now, oh, this is the best conversation I've ever had. I'm sorry. That goes back. That goes back to what you were saying about belief. Yes, exactly. If you, if you really believe that God is the author and finisher of your faith, yeah, you don't got some things. He don't got to tell you to do. Exactly. You'll just you move. just do it because You'll, you love. So it's yeah. so I, how I explain um, like my Christian walk with a lot of unbelievers. Mm-hmm. I I love when they're in a relationship because it's like okay, hey. So like I have some married friends who are unbelievers and I'm like, okay, so you know that your wife doesn't like this and you know that she doesn't like that. You know that she doesn't like when you leave your underwear on the floor or when you leave the door unlocked or, you know, when you don't make up the bed. And if you just purposely don't do those things, you're just like blaspheming her. Like you are literally just randomly just trying to get her upset. And so it's like, if you know those things and you do those things, to show your love and gratitude towards them. Same thing with God. Like Facts. you just, you're doing, I, I don't, I don't think about all the things I have to do. I think about how much I love God and what, if, if I don't do these things, what is gonna, um, how much I don't ever want to sin against the Lord. Right. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't ever want God to feel a certain displeasing of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I don't want him to, to hide his face from me. It's like David, when he's like, Lord, I can't believe that I sinned against the Lord God Almighty. You know what I mean? And so it's just like that's in a relationship. So if our marriage is supposed to resemble the bride of Christ, Mm -hmm. how much more are we supposed to resemble, hey, I'm going to show Christ dying for the church. And so it's like that's the very, um, I guess, textbook or very simple way of showing people like, hey, this is what what it is to just be a Christian. You're just showing the... uh, so much love for God that you just don't want to do the things that upset him right. or that it's he, a great example. Not even, not even that, like not even a, that upsets him, but cause if you God, are, if you do, if you are in your relationship with God and someday I told her like last week, there's sometimes I feel like, yo, this is, there's a lot of stuff to do. Like, yeah, this is slightly but it's overwhelming. So simple. Like you know? it's, it's overwhelming, but so simple yeah. because if you really think about it, love God, love people. 
Like honestly speaking, and it's a, it, and the thing about it, it says not only love people but love people as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. Nice. First off, and, go ahead. So I got a point on that. Yeah, the Bible never really tells us to love ourselves because we naturally do. We're naturally selfish people. Yeah, it says like yourself. Yeah. So like, I just wanted to emphasize that. And, like, but yeah. then on top of that, you're supposed to love God first because if we loved other people like we loved our natural self Mm -hmm. we would be doing way more like we would be having sex all the time sinning we would be doing what naturally feels good so before you can love other people like you love yourself find out you have to find and you find that out through god so it's god's self and then others like Mm -hmm. he keeps it you know and that's why we're not supposed to put anything or anyone before god Mm -hmm. like that's why he's first exactly and then that goes back to what you said about the bible and it's like yo it isn't I, I like I'm a super conspiracy theory type of person. I don't believe half the, like a lot of stuff is conspiracy to me, but it doesn't matter how you translate the Bible or this and a third. God's word still seems to like stand through time. Like, also, it's very it's a linear. It's a linear story. Like if you really study the Bible, sure. actually, some of the smartest people it's like history. in the world. Yeah. Some of the smartest. people. They, first off, historians use the Bible to base history off of. Right. A.D. Which is <laughs> after death. It's used in every BC is before Christ. So if our whole entire time is based, is based off it. of the hinge of the resurrection and the death, how can you not? Everything do? we do. And, and then it's like two things. Sorry. I love, no, I love please, this conversation. Please. If, if my thing with God, even when I wasn't super believing in God, is if like, yo, if God or Jesus isn't real, you just don't talk about it. Like, why do you, like, if I believe in God, you will go above and beyond to explain to me. Yeah. And I think why another I thing, yeah, another thing is people try so hard to make it so that Jesus isn't like a real thing. Yeah. Like, like you're going so hard at this. Why? That's weird. Well, so going even back to what we were saying, like, it's not even the fact that God hates sin, but it's really more so for us. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like it's like the fact that sin damages our soul, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so like you are so bent and you're so like pers- you're pursuing dis dispre- uh sorry um disproving who God is. The fact that you just want to live your life the way that you want to. And like, the thing is, with God, you don't even have to disprove Him to live the life you way you want to. Just go. Yeah, like because, like I said, even the smartest people in the whole entire world still believe in Jesus. They know that they, a lot of I people mean, do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the smartest people in the world. They they studied it. They understand. They see the history. They know that you know multiple people have seen Him on the earth. Mm-hmm. They know that there are non-believers. There, there is okay, were the first to record. Him first off, everybody needs to watch Case for Christ. That is like that was fire. Amazing. Did we see that together? Nah, but you we we talked about it together. Okay. <laughs> um, we went with Tyree then. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't okay. go then. I wasn't a part of the group yet. Oh. Yeah, sad. I wasn't Sorry. saved yet, but Jesus got me. <laughs> um, but I mean, the thing about it, like in that book, it says there is more things to prove the Bible. That is true. Then there is to pro- prove that Plato's like um, uh, Plato's um. I guess, what am I trying to say? Uh, the philosopher. Philo- yeah, yeah. His his uh, ideas and ideals are true. Right. So we believe that in the history book versus something that there's more, like there, I'm talking about ceiling stacked high pages to prove that the Bible is real. Mm-hmm. 
by the first people, like I said, the first people that recorded Jesus being alive was non-believers. It yeah. was the Roman people. Like. Yeah. So it's like in that. And then like when I was in jail like five years ago, somebody put this in perspective. It was the little seed that really got my head to start wrapping around it, even kind of where I felt Holy Spirit led myself. The Bible is literally his story. Like history is his story. Mm-hmm. So we're, he's already lived everything that we're going through. Yeah. And we're just doing like the mini versions of like, Everything he yeah. did. I never so heard history like that. Yeah, history is his story. Like this is from the beginning of time to Revelation. He literally gave you his whole story and everything in between. And now he's kind of just waiting for it to unfold and doing what he's doing in the middle of it. Yeah. And we're just we're here. But then it goes back to what you were saying a minute ago with the the disproving but the love. Like when I was just saying last week, I yeah. was like, I was very like, I was really sad. It was a can't masturbate, can't watch porn, I can't drink, I can't smoke, I can't have sex with my girlfriend, I can't do certain things I want to do to get money, yeah, and this, that, yeah, and a third. And then yeah, it's yeah. like you said, when you kind of stop and look at it, I'm like, oh, God's really telling me these things because he loves me. Because <laughs> all of those things are so bad so bad and detrimental, <laughs> and you lose other things yeah. in, in that list yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to do those things. Yeah, so yeah. it's like God doesn't tell us nothing because it's like, bro, I already did this. Yeah. You know, it doesn't... Yeah. I, I, okay, so look, me and Ed, I would say, I mean, well, I'll speak for myself, but I have probably been one of the most promiscuous people in, I would say, like, all of Cues the promiscuous girl. But, <laughs> but um, like, I, I had so many relations with so many different women, and I can tell you, till this day, I'm celibate now, but till this day, I get tormented by the things I used to do. Like, you know what I mean? I had to break soul ties. I had to pray these things away because if I would have just listened to what God said, I wouldn't have to deal with these things now. Right. You know what it I mean? It would be a whole different, a whole like, different spiritual thing. monster. You feel me? Like, I, I, I literally, I would say last week, I was dealing with loneliness. I was like, man, I feel lonely. I really want somebody right now. But the thing about it, I could go play with a girl, you know, fill that void, but... The author, the Holy Spirit was given to us to swallow up loneliness. And so how can I say that I have the living God inside of me and still be lonely? Like I have someone who I can talk to. I have someone who I can continuously pursue because he's already pursued me. He literally has done everything, the author and creator of everything. And so I can just literally press into him and he's going to fill that void for me. And it's something that's going to be, it says that water that you will never thirst again. Like, I agree. But for people like us, just speaking of what you're saying, I feel like I couldn't, and this is just me talking. I don't know the outcome. I'm reading a book right now that kind of goes back, like it shows a person's life and then it kind of shows a person's life God way. So I can't say how my life would be the other way. I'm just speaking. I guess you. I guess you. I feel like I'm the type of person I, it hurts. It hurts my mind. It like it presses into my thoughts and my relationship that I'm in. I'm I can appreciate the relationship and where my life is now, having gone through those things. Yes. Whereas never going through them, I don't think I would fully. It uh, makes you more grateful yeah, because you've seen the other side. I've seen the other side. So yeah. now, even in this moment, yeah. when like me and Ari together, and it's about sex, or I'm dealing with like one of my friends, or I'm dealing with something like a situation that arises in Christianity or people in the church, I really can relate it to where I was. And I automatically like, oh, 
I'm actually got, I'm thankful that it's this because yeah. it's like if I'm in the church, the most I could probably do amongst other Christians is probably like we might have a little disagreement or like we have an exchange of words. That's way better than being in the street and like this person can shoot me. I got to shoot them. I got to walk around. I got to do this. We got to be there. Like it, the parameters are so much different mm-hmm. or like with a girl, it's like it's just, it's just completely better being in Christ. Like you still have to. So I just appreciate being a Christian, honestly, as far as dealing with others, seems easier some days because God gave you a guideline of how to deal with this stuff. And then it's just not as extreme. Like the it's it's hard, it's easier and harder. Mm-hmm. It's harder because you can't just impulsively handle things however you want. Yeah. But it's easier because it's like, oh, God, we can live longer trusting, and yeah, yeah, we can do stuff and we can trust. So it's like it's, I appreciate God allowing me in my life to see both sides. I feel you. And That's what I'm saying. I, okay, so I think about scripture where – and I'm probably going to botch this story. But Go where uh, <clears throat> there was – I think it was Mary and she was uh, – she was pouring perfume on Jesus' feet and mm-hmm. then she's like washing it with his hair, which is – Weird to us, but it apparently was something crazy. Like she was. It was born. like one of the most expensive. It was, it was a year's salary. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, they were like, Whoa. Yeah. And then they were like, "Hey, if Jesus knew it, I love this." When Jesus was, uh, when people were thinking things, Jesus answered their thoughts. And so they're like, "Hey, if he knew who was doing this to him, She's he nasty. would. Yeah. He would like push her away." Right. And um, and the thing about it is, Jesus answered that. He's like. Because she's been forgiven him so much, she's able to appreciate me so much more. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think about that as well. But at the same time, see, I don't, I don't, I don't know, because it's like if I didn't go through the experiences that I went through. Sorry, if I didn't go through the experiences that I went through, would I? Would my testimony be as valid? No, I you wouldn't. Would no testimony. There saying. would be no testimony. I, I think about Paul. His testimony is so much more valid. And because think about how much Christians. we refer to Paul. Yes, and the things exactly. that he said. And if he would have never did nothing, never went through nothing, you're not listening to this job. Correct. Yeah. Which we're not. We're not obviously condoning sin, but it's no, no, no. it's used in God's story. God yeah. takes ugly things and makes them beautiful. Yeah. Beauty from ashes. Boom goes the dynamite. See? And then I think another part of that, just to remember, is like, you know, the word says that we will be saved by the blood of the lamb and the sharing Amen. of our testimonies. Amen, yeah. So, like, our testimonies are meant to, we've gone through the things for a reason, to go back to the people who we see going through those things we went through, to let them know, hey, what you're doing right now, I've done before, but look at where God has taken you. Look at where I've been able to move. Like, look at his faithfulness in yeah. the things. This is what I did, and this is what you can do. You've it's done it for me. Yeah. It is. It's hope. Yeah. It's the sharing of faith. And it backs his word. Yes. Look at us sharing the gospel right now. Is that, <laughs> what this, is that how you share the gospel? This is That's, the gospel. This is the gospel. This is the gospel. It's, it's literally that simple, though. You know what I mean? We make it more complicated. Yeah. I think we put – and that's really what I want to do. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about on this podcast because I think a lot of times we add a bunch of stuff on top of like it's like weights we put on ourselves. And Jesus says, "My yoke is easy, burden light, light burden." He's he's like, and (laughs) I I think I think if you don't really know what a yoke is, you don't understand that. Like it's 
it's something okay you know a lot so of times we'll how are you going to explain this so you know a lot of times where you'll you'll see like african like little movies and stuff like that they have those things on their neck they'll, ha- they'll have something on their neck where it has water on one side or like a, a like you know a pail of something on the other side and then a pail on something on, on the other side now if those things are balanced the yoke will be easy yeah but if they're unbalanced then it's, it's going to be really hard because you actually have to use your strength. But if it's balanced, you're, you're walking easy. So, so that makes the burden easy. Exactly. So that's why it's there is no burden then. Not exactly. Really, yeah. Because because that's why it says don't be unequally yoked with somebody because you will be essentially literally dragging somebody. But they were talking about um, oxen. So oxen usually had the yoke on them. because the so Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we add so much onto the Christianity to make it so difficult. God be trying to remove stuff. You feel me? Try to add yeah. more onto it. Exactly. If we if we love God and we love people, I think this will be so much easier. He's super his word literally says, seek the kingdom of heaven first and his righteousness. Like, it literally says, he be, like, God's a very honest. like one thing, one directional, do this. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Christianity is complicated, but it's very I, simple. I'm going to say something controversial. Re- religion is complicated, yeah. but relationship with God really is I think Christianity is another religion. It is, to be real with you. Uh, won't get into well christianity came around 300 years after jesus christ died so it was like a word that came into the later yeah it was actually it was called the way yeah so it's like it's not that god is very like half of the stuff we say even that christians say god never said half of the stuff we'd be talking about literally i'm the way if you follow in the way you'll get the truth you'll have life it's not 10 steps to do this five steps to do that 30 steps to do that do the he would literally tell people one thing. He I forgot who the lady he was talking to. He was like he basically told her go and sin no more. Oh, you're talking about yeah. the, the woman that uh, was in adultery. Yeah, he yeah. Like, he didn't. When they say, were stoning her, it's like he, where are your accusers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. he didn't say do fifty <laughs> things you got to do. He just said literally go and sin no more. Almost like it was. And I like the fact that Jesus he had super compassion for all of us, but it was so. In his mind, will, in his emotions, in his heart, in his soul, in his body, that he said stuff like it was easy. And I, I want her. eyes to see like that. That lady was probably naked. Like she was. Really they definitely caught. probably didn't wear clothes back you, then. Like well, that. Well, I'm saying she was caught in adultery, so it's like she was literally like probably having sex with a guy. They just pulled her out, you know. Right. What I mean? And so it's like I never thought about that. eyes to see. Like a woman right in front of you, like naked in her shade. And you're technically everything. like seeing her sin. You're yeah. seeing everything. And you see past it. Hey, go sin no more. Yeah. You know. I'm like, like okay. Like, <laughs> like we he wasn't accusers. He wasn't in the like condemning business. He yeah. was in the under like we be we like me and Zary, We condemn each other. We do. So I'm gonna say that and you can build on it if you want. Like we went we met on a mission trip in Italy. That's when we got cool, because you're my roommate, you and Jay Ahmad. But what I tend to see, Sounds even like Jay Smooth, yeah, the good JMI, uh, even in relationships, like when we're when we're doing, when we're in the mission field. I remember one time I was on a mission with some, with a group. We were in like the southwest side of Atlanta or whatever, and I was talking to this guy or whatever. We're just an older guy. He's homeless. We we're just talking fellowship and whatever. And then this girl walks up and she's just like, "Let me tell you my story, my testimony." And I'm like, "Yo, you." not even listening to him you don't even know what's going on like who, who nobody wants to hear your testimony right now like go away you know? yeah like you have to like jesus would like up, if you yeah like let like nobody he's not gonna receive that i'm 
I'm saved and, and I'm, I'm not receiving, receiving it. it. So <laughs> I already know. He's like, who is this girl? Like, what you doing? Shawty? But with like, this is why I feel like we don't read our Bible necessarily as Christians and stuff. Because Jesus would literally show up on the scene, observe, or people would approach him. And Jesus would ask people questions. He would interact. He would engage. Yes. He would have dinner first. Like, yeah. before you <laughs> preach to me, can we have dinner first? Like, I think one thing that a lot of preachers or just really people in general, I don't think we really realize how much Jesus, he did um, human stuff. He did, yo, no joke. <laughs> God got tired. Jesus got tired, bro. And then so he, like, he would first up retract. He would go up to the mountains, pray, come, spend time with the disciples. Then he would go out to the masses. And then he would be in the church. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's like, if we lived our life like that, how much more would we find rest? Like, if we... if Because Jesus was resting. Yo. But, and, 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 and I we think about... We sleep when we dead. Exactly. Bro, just chilling. And, and, like, the thing about it, like, he... Even in his tiredness, he still had a purpose behind it. He was tired on the way to uh, Samaria when he was meeting the woman at the well. So that's where he stopped. Like, you know what I mean? But even in his even in his tiredness. We're going to turn this into something. Yeah. <laughs> everything is good for, like, those to believe. Like, everything is used for the good of those that believe. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're God, it's like God's going to make sure that your three years on earth are like. And it's like, it's crazy. So looking at life outside of the Bible. Uh, just doing like theology studies and stuff. They literally said if you took the miracles that Jesus did in those three years, that book would stack through the sky. Like we literally just got and, th- and this. Is, I think I said something to you about this one time. I, those it, are the, the ones in the Bible are just the recorded. The recorded ones. It sounded kind of controversial when I said it when we were talking about something. It's like you gotta read and look outside of the Bible. Like you do. That you can't be your both. only source of it's, but just to get how big God is. Like I was listening to this dude, another kind of random. His name is Alex Watts, super philosopher, world renowned. He died in like the forties or something like that. But he was hit. He was Buddhist, but he would. And he said one time he was like, Jesus didn't know. He's like, I would think that Jesus wouldn't know what was going on outside of where he lived like he wouldn't know about hinduism and buddhism and all of these other religions that were around when jesus was alive and he's like he wouldn't know about those so he was only speaking from what he knew so it's crazy what i took from that was now that we know about jesus we know about where he grew up yeah thinking about where he grew up he didn't know about he didn't have any outside influences so everything that he was saying believing and standing on he had no idea that all of these other things were going on in the world around him. He just went where he went. He didn't have the internet. Didn't have the internet. So again, he don't know about Buddhism. He don't know about Africanism. He don't know about nothing for real. Cause it says that he, he denounced his spiritualness. So he doesn't know everything anymore. Jesus is literally living a man's life for the most part. But now 2000 years later, we look at it. And now that I have the internet, I can see all of these different worldviews, read and study him, his word still stands. Yeah. Like, so he didn't know that everything was going on and he stuck to his words. I can see a bigger picture than he can, per se, just because I can look at, I could put a Hindu book up. I could put the Quran next to the Bible, next to the Hinduism book, next to like all of that. And your word still transcends through all of that. So it's just like, 
I went on like a like not an atheist journey, just a, a seeking journey, yeah. like seeking him first. I, yeah, I did too. Yeah. And read a whole and learned so much more things, which now five years later, I believe in Christ way more mm. from reading all of those. By other knowing things. the other, I mean, and and it's it's hard. I don't know because like I I, I could I could feel what you're saying because he did completely become human, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that. By the way, hashtag fusion, like fusion's awesome. That we're in the the process series. The fact that Jesus didn't automatically become like you know who he was. No. Like you know, what I mean? he took thirty years to get there. There was a process of him being humbled, being like, and most of his life is not recorded. Like you know, the only other time aside from his baby years that it was recorded was like when he was twelve and he was like preaching in fourteen. 14 was 14? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was preaching in um, the synagogue. Mm-hmm. And so um, if that's the case, like you have to go through that process to get to where you need to be. But I think it's super like interesting the fact that you have to, if you get outside information and you look into all these other things, you realize how much falsified and how honestly foolishness they are facts can i say another thing about that yeah for so like with jesus growing up how he grew up mm-hmm. and it's biblical when that i forgot it was a guy or a man when they said something about jesus and they were like what good could come from nazareth mm-hmm. and then i want to say this like about the disciples and everything they were like oh well why isn't there tombstones or why can't you find their graves just like you can do like a muhammad and like other spiritual believers Think about it. Jesus wasn't important. Why would there be a recorded 30-year history of a carpenter, of a man who wasn't important, born to teenage parents? Like, you're not born in a manger. You're not thinking about that. It was only because the wise men and people, like, came to Jesus's manger that those type of deals, and Jesus was talking to the scholars and philosophers of the day when he was 14 on a journey. That's why those things are recorded. They didn't believe Peter and Paul. Why would they give them a fancy grave? We're gonna throw these niggas in a ditch. You know, like we're not gonna we're not gonna fancy them up. I'm being for real. I feel you know what I'm saying. So it's I like, mean, Jesus's grave was fancy because of Joseph, but yeah, I mean everybody but else. not by the people. Yeah. They let him, they if they wouldn't have let Mary them take Jesus like they asked and took him off, they would have threw him in a hole. With everybody. Well, yeah, it was a part of the prophecy. Like the reason why he had a fancy grave is because an affluent follower of him. Well, he became a follower, so an affluent follower of him put him in a fancy grave. Right, but because if not, if that if that's yeah, if that didn't trickling happen, situation, they would have threw him in a ditch with the rest of the crucified people. There would be so it's like God. That's what I'm saying. It's so intentional. That is. <laughs> The fiest thing I've ever. Heard. No, no, I, I, I'm it's so cool. I'm so passionate about stuff like this. I love it. I can do this. I like. I love. This like, is such a good episode. Yeah, I love stuff like this. This is fire. Hey, I hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> I know. We don't care. Yeah, we're just hanging out. We'll listen to this ourselves. <laughs> like for real. Like because we, we do a lot of like over this, like a lot of testimonials and a lot of like really talking to people. Mm-hmm. But the heart of this. Actually, what's the heart of this, babe? Because it's her podcast. Yeah, I'm just the yeah. support. I'm the support system. I'm the help. I me. think the, <laughs> the the heart and the goal of the podcast is to do just that, to speak life, to speak the life of, of Jesus to people listening. Like I feel like there's not really a lot of 
Christian-based platforms where people aren't gossiping. Mm -hmm. They're not, you know, talking about, I guess gossip is just like the biggest thing that's coming to my mind, talking about other people. Like we're literally talking about our lives and how Jesus is Not trying to push a narrative. We're not yet. Like we don't, we didn't tell you what the topic was today. This was all yeah. Holy Spirit led. We were talking before this. Yes, like yeah. you just like, talked. So. Yeah, you know and, that's what the goal is. Yeah, it's and, really like the story of the testimony is what this is about. Yes, which is why I love I love this podcast so much because my so my vision statement um, I, I for I think, yourself. Yeah, what's the vision statement, Zuri? I told you you need one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Montel and I have Kristen, a personal one. I do. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, exactly. Thing. But yeah, I just, yeah. for people out there who don't know what it is. Oh, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Montel and Kristen, they were like, "Hey, um, you know, we have a vision statement for our relationship, and it was to help uh, reconcile men and women closer to Christ." And I was like, "Wow, that's fire!" I was like, "I didn't know you got a vision statement for yourself. That's dope." Right. So I was like, "Yo, God, like." What's up? Like, what's mine? <laughs> what's mine? Like, what's up? And so I like sat in front of a piece of paper for a minute. By the way, God will speak to you. Like, if you really want to be statement, still and be know still. that I am God. Exactly. And like, you just wait. Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like how. Like I said, there's no textbook, but um, it might. You might be in the shower because I get a lot of revelation in the shower. Same. The shower is spiritual. That's my favorite place to pray. The shower is spiritual. <laughs> it's the, the water of, you know what I mean? It's the water that the never goes dry. Yeah, the living water. <laughs> never go dry. Literally. Unless you don't um, pay your bill. Exactly. Come on. That's why you need to get provision from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not. And so, like, uh, I was like, yeah, what's my business thing? And so it's to help men and women understand the true heart of God and help outwardly reflect what they inwardly feel. Ooh. And so, like, bar, you repeat that one time? Help men and women. Catch it far. Big, big play. You don't see them. Play. You don't see them. But Double play. She just threw salt on a big play. That's say that once one more time. Because we've been working on one, but we didn't like, we're still living. We didn't. Go. Oh.